Cravings, what do we do about them? So many dancers question me about whether or not it's worth honoring their cravings or trying to ignore them for as long as possible. In today's discussion, we are going to detangle what cravings are, why cravings are actually a really important part of the process in rebuilding our relationships with food, and how you can best navigate them. Hi, I'm Rachel Fine. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist specializing in all things related to food and nutrition for dancers. Today, the discussion is all about cravings. Now, there's a major misconception when it comes to the journey of intuitive eating and learning how to fuel your bodies in a more supportive way rather than with stringent rules often coming from diet culture. And the misconception is if you were to search intuitive eating on any social media platform, there's no doubt that your feed is going to start to look a lot like a dessert menu. And that's because within conversations about intuitive eating or food freedom or learning how to build more supportive habits at mealtimes, very often dancers are learning how to do this with foods they've deemed or dancer diet culture has deemed to be, and I quote, off limits. So that's why more often than not within these conversations, you always see pictures of more indulgent types of foods, ice cream sundaes, platters of cookies, brownies, whatever it might be. But as a dietitian, I do want you to learn how to incorporate all foods, so whether that's an ice cream sundae or a green juice, in your lifestyle so long these foods are ones that you enjoy, prefer, have access to, and understand how they work for you on an individual basis. What I find amongst dancers is that their cravings become associated with that common all-or-nothing mindset. Sometimes I refer to this as that mindset of scarcity, and I'll explain what this is in just a bit, where we feel that because these foods might not be as nourishing as other foods, if we're going to eat them, we have to eat them now because we're not going to be able to get them in at other points in the future. So this is often what dancers might experience with that cycle of compensatory eating where they'll go several days or weeks feeling super in control around food until ultimately feeling very out of control around the same foods that they had exhibited strong control or, and I quote, willpower over during that previous time. And cravings are often the reason why. What is a craving? A craving is a strong desire for food, a particular food, a particular type of food. Maybe it's a particular group of food, so it could be a group of foods like desserts or breads or just one specific type of food. The biological reason for cravings is pretty simple. They're born out of a surge of hormones specifically leptin and another one known as neuropeptide Y, but you can just remember it as NPY. These two specific hormones spike cravings for foods rich in fat and carbohydrates, respectively. 
And these hormonal surges can happen for a number of reasons. One of the most common, restrictive dieting. And given the unfortunate food and body ideals that saturate the dance industry, there's no doubt that restrictive dieting is pretty prevalent in our studios. So arguably, cravings are pretty prevalent too. A few other reasons, lack of sleep, not getting enough sleep throughout the night, throughout your weeks, and as that builds up, your body is going to promote a surge specifically in those hormones that are gonna communicate your body's need for quick energy, and that's carbohydrate-rich foods. And last, we also see a surge in these hormones around the time when your period is due. So cravings get a pretty bad rep from dancer diet culture, but the truth is, Cravings are an extraordinary way in which your body is trying to communicate a need to you. So once we understand a reason behind the craving, from there, we can work to remove the shame and the guilt and instead make more space for honoring our cravings regularly and in a more productive way. Interestingly, two of those common reasons for cravings that I mentioned above restrictive dieting and lack of sleep are very much in our immediate control to try to work on in hopes that we can alleviate those cravings a bit. So let's focus on these. It's important to remember that cravings are harmless. And as I mentioned, they're your body's way of communicating a need. So if you're partaking in restrictive eating patterns or not providing your body with enough calories and nutrients to support the intense levels of dancing you're doing, then there's no doubt that you are going to experience stronger cravings. So to manage those cravings, it's important that we first reevaluate our meal patterns and of course, our relationship with food. As you're working on building a more supportive relationship with food, you also might experience various intensities of cravings. So let's just say you're just at the beginning. You're recognizing that there's another way of fueling your body, a way that you often hear me chat about that doesn't have anything to do with restrictive dieting and rather starts you on this journey to learning how to fuel your body from a more intuitive place, all while honoring your need for nourishment. At this point, your intent is to heal from diet culture and from those messages that have been telling you for a long time that certain foods are good and certain foods are bad. Those really unsupportive messages that leave you feeling pretty guilty around food. But despite this awareness towards the dieting mentality and the desire to want to move away from it, your restrictive past might still bear some weight on your decision making. Whether it's underestimating your calorie needs or still striving for those, and I quote, clean eating lifestyles, your cravings are a true reflection of your body's need to make up for a previous deficit. It's your body's need for replenishment, and honoring that is essential. Getting in enough calories throughout your day, enough regularly and flexibly planned meals and snacks is gonna be priority. And to do this, consulting with a licensed professional such as a registered dietitian nutritionist is highly encouraged. Now, what about another scenario? You're very familiar with intuitive eating. Perhaps you've even worked alongside a practitioner to help to build a more supportive meal plan. And you're even able to conceptualize the idea of eating all foods without having to feel guilty afterwards. But 
through these instances, you're still experiencing patterns of, and they quote, overeating or eating to that point past physical comfort. Generally, you find yourself more often than not, not feeling great after eating, physically or mentally. In this instant, your cravings are likely a result of existing food rules that you might be subconsciously trying to abide by. Food fears are another one. Trying to eat desserts and breads in, and I quote, moderation rather than building more trust with your own personal fullness cues. Whether your cravings are a product of a deficit, such as a calorie deficit, or your cravings are born from major food fears that you might subconsciously be impacted by, how can dancers begin to navigate through them? Well, in its most simplest terms, we always want to honor cravings. But first ensure that your daily meals and snacks are meeting your needs, specifically from a caloric standpoint. And as I mentioned, working with a dietitian can best help to set you up to ensure that that's happening. You can also focus on the balance aspect of your meals and snacks, making sure that each meal and snack has a combination foods rich in carbohydrates paired with foods rich in protein and foods rich in fats. So instead of just having a salad with a protein on top, you're actually building a sandwich. You're having your protein, whether it be maybe sliced tofu or sliced turkey paired with some veggies, sliced avocado or sliced egg, packed in between two delicious slices of bread. Providing your body with this balanced meal or snack will help to not only provide the energy your body needs, but also to likely help to alleviate some of those cravings, specifically cravings for carbs and fats. Always use eating experiences as opportunities to learn. Not just are we focusing on building adequate and balanced meals and snacks, but we also wanna consider how we feel during and after we're eating these. If you find that honoring a craving for a cupcake right before you're headed into a dance class leaves you feeling a little bit sluggish in the middle of class, then it might be best to honor this craving at another time in your day, maybe after dance. It's not that you're abiding to a food rule in this instance, but you are listening to your body and understanding that at the time before dance, you might need an option that's gonna support more long-lasting energy. This is also where the tool of gentle nutrition comes in. Gentle nutrition is something that I work on with all the dancers in the Healthy Dancer program, and it's part of stage four, nutrition without obsession. And what we do is we learn how to incorporate the fundamentals of nutrition information without feeling obsessive over it. So in the example with the cupcake, what I would likely recommend prior to dancing is a more balanced snack that incorporates a bit more complex carbohydrate and even protein. Again, nothing wrong with the cupcake. It's gonna give us energy because it's rich in carbohydrates and it's even gonna give us fat, which helps to promote satiety. But in order to get a bit more long lasting energy before you're dancing, I would say go with a snack that's gonna be a bit richer in complex carbohydrates and protein. For example, having some granola and yogurt or maybe whole grain crackers with cheese. And then saving that cupcake craving for another time in your day. 
you're not saving it to compensate, you're not attempting to save up calories, you're simply utilizing a tool like Gentle Nutrition to ensure that you're honoring cravings, but also allowing yourself to dance to your fullest potential without experiencing major stomach discomfort or energy crashes. Now, if you feel like cravings are your downfall, then I want you to consider a few prompts. Are you currently using food as a tool to manipulate your body's weight, shape, or size? Are you thinking of your food choices only for the purpose of fueling your functional performance as a dancer? Or are you using food as a tool to not just support you physically, but also mentally and emotionally? Within these prompts, I want you to reevaluate. If the first two sounded relatable, then you might still be stuck in a bit of that dieting mentality. So your cravings are coming more from deficits and perhaps food fears. Many dancers want to alleviate feelings of food guilt and simultaneously know how to choose foods that enable them to feel energized and strong. And these goals should absolutely coexist. Remember, caring about your food choices is great, but micromanaging them to the point of obsessions is not gonna lead to supportive or sustainable behaviors. It's a matter of unlearning those external cues that are telling you what you should and should not eat. Those are the reasons for why normal cravings often skyrocket. Remember, it's totally normal and even encouraged that we all have cravings and that we honor them because cravings are also a product of just past memories and experiences with food. You might go to a place, maybe you're going back home or to a grandparent's house and immediately be hit with a craving because of a past memory that you have with certain foods. This is a beautiful thing and this is something that we should recognize and honor as being incredibly important to our overarching relationships with food. So the goal is not to run away from our cravings. It's to better understand them, to honor them, and to ensure that the way to navigate them productively is ensuring that they're not coming from a place of calorie deficits or food fears. So unlearning those external cues and replacing them with body attunement, learning how to trust our internal cues, our feelings of hunger, our preferences, and of course, feelings of fullness. Once we reconnect to these internal communications, including those cravings, we can dive so much deeper into the work of gentle nutrition, even performance nutrition, and learn how to use nutrition information to support our performance while not becoming obsessive over it or even restrictive and fearful of honoring cravings when they do come about. I hope you're walking away with some actionable tips today, but most importantly to remember that we need not run away from our cravings. In fact, we should honor them and we should learn how to best navigate them in a productive way. Until next time, I will talk to you soon.